You know, sometimes we just, we just sense the Spirit's doing something a little different, and, th- and that is okay. Like, I want to say that. That, that wasn't like, oh gosh, this is terrible. We've lost some time here and there. Like, the Lord sometimes just rearranges things, and so that's what happened. A Brazilian showed up, and that's what, that's what happens. But, but seriously, we, we're, we, we believe God is doing what He wants to do this morning. We, we want to be sensitive to His leadership, to His Spirit, and so this is fine. I'll cut my talk a little bit, and it's fine. It's no big deal. All right, I'm Brian Robinson, one of the pastors of University Church, and we are in this new season, this new uh, rolling out of this vision called Immersed, Empowered to Go Deeper. We kind of talked about it last week, and we are in this uh, exciting season of God kind of just showing us, leading us, guiding us through, through this, this season of transition. And um, we are focusing on, in this kind of first category, this first theme is prayer. And for the next really month and a half, two months, we'll be talking about prayer, both, both individual prayer, time with the Lord, corporate prayer, intercession, offering chances for you to experience prayer in worship, worship gatherings and homes, prayer training, prayer healing through CHM, many, many expressions of prayer. Prayer is a huge, huge category. So we're doing that over the next two months. Um, let me pray for us as we get going on this theme this morning of praying God's word. Jesus, we thank you for all that you've done this morning already, for how you have just shown up by your spirits. Thank you for Marlon. Thank you for his prayer for unity, God. We just echo that prayer. We desire to be united. We desire to be one as you are one, Jesus. We pray this morning you just reveal your word to us, that you open your word to us, Lord, and call us to a deeper place of prayer and intimacy and communion with you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Come Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. So this first thing I wanted to start with as we talk about prayer, prayer can be daunting for some, some people. Prayer can be frustrating. It can be challenging. We pray. We don't see the answers that we want. We pray. We don't feel the Lord sometimes. We pray, and, and we seem like, it seems like we're just hitting a wall. And so I wanted to offer a simple model, a simple, a simple way of praying. It's not simplistic, but it's simple. It's praying the scriptures. It's praying God's actual word. Because the Spirit wrote the word through men. So God agrees with it. So we can pray the word back to the Lord. It's, it's, a, it's a style. It's called Lectio Divina. And basically, this is, I didn't realize this until last night, but Antley talked about this about two years ago. And I watched the video last night, and I realized I'm talking about the same thing today, but most of y'all weren't here anyway. So, and the ones that were here probably need to hear it again. So we're there. Just kidding. But, but I feel like I want to remind us of this very important ancient model of prayer. It's been going on for literally thousands of years. The Jewish people did this when they read the Psalms, they read the law, they would, they would speak back to God who he was. The difference was, the difference is for us, is it's personal to us. We're not reading the Bible for information in this, in this kind of prayer. We're not reading the Bible for, for um, knowledge or reading it through the history of Chronicles or, or whatever it may be. We're not trying to get more knowledge. We're trying to experience the Lord in prayer. And sometimes he'll highlight a word or a phrase or a sentence that is totally out of context in that passage, but it hits you. And you're opening yourself up saying, Lord, I want to hear from you specifically. I want to hear from you uniquely to me. I need, I need a word from you. I don't have the words to say, I'm not just going to you know, lay out my confessions and all things I need, I need from you and my sin. And this is a style of praying that you open yourself up to the word of God in a, in a personalized way. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's profound. It's something that we, that we don't do much in the West, in, a, in the, the church in America, because we want a preacher to get up and tell us what this word means, and we go, we go and study it, and we go learn it, we memorize it. But to, to sit before the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, 
just come and show me what you have for me today specifically in your word. And it could just literally be one word. It could be the word Lord. It could be, it could be the word love. It could be anything that Lord highlights. And it could be in the weirdest places, the book of Jonah. It could be in anything that you're reading through. The Lord can bring something from his word. It doesn't mean that it's for everyone else around you. It's for you. It's a specific word for you. It doesn't apply to that. You don't go write, write a blog about it and say, the Lord said that I am the next Nebuchadnezzar or something, you know, or I am the next Abraham. I'm going to be a father of many nations. But, we, but he speaks uniquely, specifically to us, words that we need to hear. And prayer is, is not just, again, we often think of prayer as this monologue, like I'm telling him the things I need, the things I've done, and we don't think about him wanting to speak back to us. So when we read his word, it's him speaking. Often we, we hear or we say, you know, I never hear God's voice. I, I really struggle hearing God's voice. Well, read the word out loud, and now you've heard his voice. It's the truth, like the Word of God, the sacred scriptures, they're His voice to us, and He wants to speak specifically. Psalm 119, 28 says, the whole, this whole chapter, the longest chapter in the Bible, is about His Word. Verse 28 says, my soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your Word. So His Word strengthens us. Verse 89, the same chapter, your Word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Verse 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light for my path. So the word is, is our foundation. If we're not reading it, how do you know that what you think of God is accurate? Simple question. How do you have any idea that what you're thinking about God, your conception, your perception of God is accurate? Is it just simply based on experience? Well, I experienced God when I was 12 years old at a camp, and that's what he's like. Or I heard someone say, or I heard a Bible, I heard a preacher say this, and your only, your only basis for knowing him is what you've heard, not what you've actually read in the Word of God. The Word of God is so important to, to discern his nature, his character, our identity, our value, who we are. We have to have the Word as the basis for everything else, the Word with the Spirit illuminating it. It's important, y'all. Like, if you're not in the Word, like, I really encourage you to, to this week spend time in the Word. We basically gave everyone here this morning. Let me just show you. I, I want to grab Michaela's. Hopefully, everyone has one of these little cards. It's a simple little card. It has two scriptures, one on each side. If you don't have one, um, we will pass one out to you. Raise your hand real fast. This is a, as simple as we can get. To make it practical as we can get. I think Alan should have them wherever Alan is. Maybe we'll do it in a second. Um, but basically, I'll go, go back to a second. So basically, this, this has scripture on both sides. So sometime this week, two different, two different times this week, I'm not trying to make it legalistic, just once or twice this week, you sit down with this word, one of them, just pick one and begin to pray that scripture. They're, all, they're kind of all different. And you'll just pray this word back to the Lord. I want you to make sure you get this before you leave. We have lots more. But I'm gonna do what, we're going to do it right now, kind of practically right now. But we want to challenge you, encourage you to spend time this week in the Word, praying the Word back to the Lord. For me, one of the most life-changing verses that I, I came across was doing this sort of thing called Lectio Divina, sacred reading, when I read this, this verse from Zephaniah 3.17. It's like the John 3.16 of the Old Testament, in my opinion. It's this powerful verse but again, in the context of this book, Zephaniah, the prophet Zephaniah, he was a minor prophet. I guess he was kind of short, maybe. I don't know. He was minor. But just kidding. That was a joke. It was a joke. Gosh, tough crowd today. Um, 
But this verse is talking about the restoration of Israel in the context of this chapter. So you can zip right through it. This is about Israel, not about me. I could just not apply it. Boom, I'm done. Next chapter, next verse, whatever. But when you sit and you say, Lord, do you want to speak to me in this verse? Do you want to, do you want to speak to me? I've been, we've been grafted in Israel. We are called Israel. We are grafted in. The church is grafted into Israel. The promises apply to us. So this verse for me was revolutionary in my life years ago. There's a book about this verse called The Singing God by Sam Storms. It's, it's, it's one book about this one verse. Let's read it. It says, Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord your God is in your midst. Let's go back to the first one, actually. The first one. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. This is an amazing verse about the heart of the Father, the heart of the Lord over us. And for me, what I, what I did is I just began to pray this over and over again. I just began to sit before the Lord, and I just would say, I would say, Lord, would you open your word right now? And I would read it out loud. I encourage you to read it out loud several times. Different translations. Another one says this. A little bit different. ESV says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. I think we have one more translation. For the Lord your God is living among you. He's a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He'll rejoice over you with joyful songs. So if you have a Bible app, you can just pull up different translations and just look at the different versions of a verse. They highlight different things. They all say the same thing, essentially. But for me, what I did is I just would read it out loud. The Lord your God is in, in your midst. And I would just wait. And, I, and that word midst just comes out, even when I do it right now. The word midst, like he's, he's among us. He's, among, he's with me. He's in my midst. And I would just say, Lord, what do you want to say right now in my midst? And I would just wait. And sometimes a, a picture would pop in there or a word or nothing. And I would just, just wait. But I'm waiting because it's, it's, it's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. And so I would wait for the Lord to speak or give me something else. And sometimes he would. Sometimes there would not, not, it wouldn't happen. But I would just, then I would go on to the next, the next part. The mighty one will save. He's the Savior. He desires to save. He's mighty. He has the ability to do it. He's, he's my Savior. He's mighty. And I would just, I would just room it down and think about that. Kind of like a, almost like a cow is chewing like that cud. Like you just, you just sit and think. You're not trying to zip through this. You're not trying to get through to the next part. You're trying to encounter what God has for you in that moment. He'll rejoice over you with gladness. I mean, imagine a father with a child, like a father or mother with their child. Like he actually enjoys you. He doesn't just love you. He doesn't have to love you because he made you. He doesn't, he doesn't just, he actually uniquely enjoys you. He enjoys me with gladness. Like, do you believe that? Like, is that crazy? Like, you actually bring him joy. That's, can God experience more joy or less joy? I don't know. But it's like the idea that, that my love is unique to me and that my love for him touches him in a way that's different than your love for him. And your love is unique to you, and, and your love can touch him in a different way. It's beautiful. He'll rejoice over you with gladness. Like, it's not hard for him. He's not mostly mad or mostly sad. He's the God who is glad. He's the God who is mostly happy. I know we talk about, or you can hear about, or you can read stories. He's mad all the time. He's sad all the time. Yes, he may be grieved about certain things. Thanks, Torn. But, but literally, he's not mostly mad 
He's not mostly sad. He's mostly glad. And he, he rejoices over us. He will quiet you with his love. And he rejoices over you with singing. The singing God, like the singing God, like a, like a father calms a child or a mother calms a crying baby. Like this Lord, this King, this Father can calm our greatest fears, can heal our greatest brokenness. And if you just zip through verses like this, you'll miss what the, what the Father has for you. If you just zip through or don't even read it, there's profound things when we can pray the word back to the Father. There's profound things he wants to reveal. I think they're like secrets. Like, will you press into me for my secrets, the treasures that I have for you? Will you press in to my word for the things I have specifically, uniquely, perfectly for you? That's different than someone else. It's not just about getting a commentary out and going, what did you mean by this in Israel? It's not, a, that's great too. That's important too. But there's a time for encounter. There's a time for communion. There's a time for intimacy. And if that's hard for you, if it's hard to sit and pray and be quiet, this is a simple way to do it. Take those verses this week, set aside 10 minutes, 15 minutes, go somewhere quiet, put on some, put on some music, and, and do it. We're going to do it right now. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it right now, even though we're almost out of time. I want to spend five minutes doing this with that verse. Okay, put that verse back up real fast, Kevin, if you would. Who needs, well, we'll do that at the, at the end, we'll do it. At the end, we'll, we'll pass out cards. I want to read this out loud again. Let's just close our eyes. And this will lead us into ministry time. Let's just close our eyes. I'm going to read this out loud. And I want you to ask the Lord, what does he want to say to you in this? Totally differently than what he wants to say to me. Here we go. The Lord, your God, is in your midst. The Mighty One will save he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. And he will rejoice over you with singing. Holy Spirit, just come and speak. What do you want to say to us individually? Just listen. I'll read it again in about 20 seconds. Come Holy Spirit. Different translation. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. God, what word or phrase or what do you want to speak? The last time. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. 
And with his love, he will calm your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Father, we just say that we want to hear your voice. We want to encounter you in your word this week, Lord. Thank you for what you're speaking uniquely to each one of us. That you are the singing God who enjoys his sons and daughters. God, would you break into our hearts and our souls with this truth? You are good. You are glad. And you are among us. Open your word to us this week, Lord. I pray against apathy. I pray against indifference. I pray against busyness. All the things the enemy would want to do to prevent this from happening. Lord, this week would you bring real encounter with the living God who is the living word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to do ministry time, so let's all stand. If you need a card, we'll be down here on this, on this chair. Um, I'll, actually, I'll put them on this. If you need a card, they'll be right here on this uh, tabletop thing.